Hello Zoe TV, thanks for clicking on this video. Pastor Chad has an amazing message today called, I Believe in Baptism. If you like this video, you can click subscribe and get even more content. You can also give on your Zoe app. We love you so much and thank you for watching. I, I, I don't know if this is your personality, but I'm, I'm, I go mad basic on like my orders. Like I don't like go for the premium package ever. I'm always looking at just the basic deal, like I'm good. I grew up with a father. My dad's not frugal. My dad's cheap, okay? So there's a difference. My dad is mad cheap. So he was always, he was always the, the basic deal. Like when you go to rent a car, they try and convince you to get all kinds of stuff besides the car. You need dent insurance and windshield insurance and funeral insurance and your mama insurance. I don't want all that stuff. Just give me the car, okay? So I'm, there's two types of people in this world. There's two, only two types. There's people that go to Chipotle and they get guacamole and people that don't get guacamole, okay? There's two types of people in this world. There are people that get Apple Care and people that don't get Apple Care, okay? Anybody did not get Apple Care? Look at all my people right there, okay? If you got Apple Care, you're responsible and I despise you. But I, I, I want to talk uh, uh, about, about the total package deal. That God does not want you just to have salvation or to be saved alone. Now, now it, the only thing that you need to get to heaven is salvation. You don't have to get baptized to get in heaven. But listen, I don't want 50% of what God has for me. I don't want 75% of what God has for me. If it's available, I want all that God has for me. Come on, am I preaching to anybody today that you want the total package deal? Come on, I want salvation. I want water baptism. I want baptism in the Holy Spirit. I want all that. Listen, live your life obsessed with getting all that God has for you. If God's got blessing, go get the blessing. If God's got favor, go get it. If God's got open doors, I want all that God has for Zoe Church. I want all that God has for the Veach family. I want all that God has for the Lakers. Am I preaching to anybody? I want all of it. I want the total package deal. Let me give you a few thoughts that are so important when it comes to baptism. Write down number, number one when it comes to baptism. The Bible teaches us repent and be baptized. I just, I love this. It's so clear. In fact, John the Baptist came preaching a baptism of repentance. The first thing we do is we repent for our sins. We repent. God, I'm sorry I said that. God, I'm sorry I did that. Now listen, the Bible teaches us there is a repentance that leads to death, and there is a repentance that leads to life. Repentance is not crying. Anybody could cry. Repentance is changing the course of your life. Repentance is making a U-turn. Repentance is making a 180. It means I used to go this way. I used to live this way. I used to have this attitude. I used to talk this way. I'm changing my life, and I'm, not, I'm now doing it God's way. I remember when I was 18 years old, I, was, uh, I, I flew down to Los Angeles with one of my buddies, and we flew down to L.A. to go visit the Bible college I would attend in San Dimas, California. And I was 18 years old. I had just had my 18th birthday, and I lived two hours above Seattle. This is before cell phones. So our parents allowed us to get in our car, drive to the SeaTac Airport, get onto a plane, fly down to L.A. to visit the Bible college I was going to go to. So, again, this is before cell phones, so we don't have any Google Maps. I'll never forget when we got close close to the airport, my boy, he's, he's flying down the freeway, but he missed the exit. So when he missed the exit, I'm kind of a control freak. So when he missed the exit, I was just like, well, you missed the exit. I just grabbed his wheel. I was like, whoop, whoop. Just, like, we almost flipped the car over. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, you missed the exit. Not my bad. You missed it. <laughs> but, but repentance is making a U-turn. It's making a 180. I'm not going to Lead my life in this direction. 
Repentance also, by definition, is changing my mind. I'm not going to think about that person that way. I'm not going to see this circumstance that way. I'm going to change my direction and change my mind, and I'm going to do it God's way. It says repent and be baptized. So it's not only that I'm living a different life, but I'm actually I'm making a public declaration of an inward confession. I'm going public with my faith. I'm not going to be private. I'm not going to just be a, a closet Christian. I'm going to let everybody know I now live for Jesus. Watch this in Hebrews chapter 6. Watch what the Bible teaches us. It says, therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. God's basically saying, I want you to know how to repent, and I want you to know how to be baptized. When you get baptized, there is such a power. Listen, don't get baptized unless you know the power of baptism. There's something powerful that takes place when you go down in that water and you come up. In fact, write down number two today. I love this. Baptism means I'm dead to my old life and I'm resurrected to a new life. Oh, I love this part. Baptism is symbolic. I am no longer who I used to be. I'm not that old person. Listen, church. We may not be where we want to be, but thank God we're not where we used to be. Anybody thankful today for the grace of God that has helped you get to another level? Anybody thankful for Jesus that has led you to a new place, a new happiness, a new life? Come on, somebody make some noise today. If you're grateful, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Baptism symbolizes that old man is dead. In fact, the Bible teaches us in Galatians 2, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives, but it's Christ that lives through me. In other words, when I go down into the water, I come up, watch this, a new creation. I've got new passions. I've got new cravings. I've got new desires. I've got a new identity. I've got a new purpose. I've got a new community. Oh, come on, I've got an open heaven. Come on, anybody thankful today? I'm not where I used to be, and I'm going in the new place that I'm supposed to be. Baptism symbolizes that the old man, the old person, my old craving, my old addiction, my old attitude, all of that's gone. I came up a new person, a new creation. Listen, there is so much life in death. And if you really want to live, you got to first die. You cannot live the abundant life without first dying to your old life. Watch, watch how Romans teaches us we actually now share, come on Easter Sunday, we share in the death and the resurrection. That's what baptism teaches us. Watch here in Romans 6. He says, Lord, do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Baptism is symbolic. That when I go down, I'm saying, I'm, I'm dead to my old. Listen, I lay down my dreams, and I lay down my desires, and I, I, I die to that old person, and I come up, and I say, Jesus, here is my life. I live in the new creation, the new identity. Watch this promise here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Watch what it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, this is, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become, what's that word? 
Come on, Zoe, what's that word? So all things pass away. All things are buried and done. That old life, that old way, that it's all, listen, I come up, I've got a new start. I've got a new, new passion. I don't know about you, I want to live the new life, not the old life. I want to live the God purpose, the God identity, the God dream for my life. I want to live in the new. I don't want to live in the old. The old person, I'm not, a, I'm not proud of the old me. I'm not proud of who I used to be. I'm not proud of what I used to do. I want to live in the new thing that God has for me. So it's symbolic. It represents when I get baptized, the old person is gone. I've got, I've got new ideas. I've got new dreams. I've got new passions, new cravings. So, so number one, The Bible teaches us repent and be baptized. Number two, the old has passed away and the new has come. Write down number three, I love baptism. Baptism means I'm cleansed from my sin because of Jesus. Only because of Jesus. Now, there's not power in the pool or the hot tub or the ocean. I don't know where you got baptized. There's no power in the water, okay? The power doesn't lie in the water. The power lies in the name of Jesus. When we baptize people at Zoe, we baptize them them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, because we believe there's power in the name of Jesus. Watch here, I'm going to show you three verses. We're going to read Acts 2, 38, two times. Watch what it says here. It says, then Peter said to them, repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 22, verse 16, and now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Romans 6, 3, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Read Acts 2.38 again. Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. So when we baptize people, we baptize in the name. There's power in the name of Jesus. In fact, listen, you ought to get good at just speaking the name of Jesus. If you get stress and you get depression in your life, just speak the name of Jesus. If you got all kinds of sickness in your home and you're dealing with ailment in your body, you ought to speak the name of Jesus. If you need finances, you need provision in your life, you ought to declare the name of Jesus. Come on, there's not power in church. There's power in the name of Jesus. Come on, anybody believe today? In the name above all names, the King above all kings, the Lord above all lords. Come on, give them some praise today if you believe in the name of Jesus. When we baptize in the name of Jesus, it means I'm cleansed from my sins. I don't care how gross, how wicked or evil, what you touched, what you did, what you looked at, what you participated in. The Bible says, though your sins may be as crimson, this man can wash you as white as snow. You're cleansed from all unrighteousness. You're cleansed from the filth and the evil and the wickedness. You come up and you're now as white as snow. Oh, this last week, Julie and I, we were in Colorado skiing. And I'm telling you, you should have seen Julia. She looked like a little ski bunny. What, what, hey. Like she was killing the game. I looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like I couldn't ski for my, anyways. And so, but we were there and it started snowing. It's beautiful. The snow's coming down. It's, and this white snow, when you get baptized, it's symbolic. I've, I've been cleansed from all that filth. I'm now righteous. I'm now made whole. Oh, I just love this. You ever look at your car? And just think to yourself, how did my car get so dirty? My car needs a good cleaning. Am I preaching to anybody? Get embarrassed of your car. I'm telling you what, cars can get nasty. You, you want to see sin? Go to a soccer mom's car, okay? My mom, my, my mom, I call her mommy, hello. My wife's car is, it, it gets nasty in that thing. Chad's so stupid, but it's real. Um, 
You, 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 you ever go into one of those cars, it's like there's McDonald's everywhere and mildew smell. And I find all kinds of things in my wife's car. I find our kids in our wife's car. Like, just, it's just nasty in that thing and just stinking that thing. We got to take it in, get that thing detailed. Listen, when you come to Jesus, he cleanses you from all unrighteousness. He washes you as white as snow. You're not who you used to be. You've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Anybody thankful today? He said, be saved, get baptized. You need to be baptized because you need to be cleansed. And it doesn't matter whether it's on Wilshire Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard. It doesn't matter where it is. It, oh, the only power rests is when we declare the name of Jesus. We baptize you in the baptism of Jesus. You're baptized in the name above all names. And when you rise, you're clean. That's why people, when they get up out of the water, they immediately start to cry. Because all that old gets off. All that sin, all that shame, all that condemnation. All that stuff that we've gone through, you need to be washed by Jesus. I just, we've seen so many people get baptized at Zoe Church. Let me just show you some photos of people that got baptized at Zoe. Come on, make some noise for all these great people that got baptized at Zoe Church. We do it in the, in the morning time, in the night time. This, this, let me just tell you, this is Chris Abrams right here. W- wonderful story. Chris Abrams, uh, a, f- a couple years ago, a uh, uh, guy that plays for the Lakers comes to our church, and, and, and I said, I, gotta buy a new, I need to buy a new soccer mom vehicle for my wife. We, we put out a kid every two years, like an album. And, so, um, and, and, and so, so I need to buy a new big vehicle for my wife. And he said, oh, you need it. All of us Lakers, we buy them from this guy, Chris Abrams. So I go to the dealership, and I'll never forget meeting this guy, and I invite him to church. He came that Sunday, and he's barely missed hardly any Sunday since that time. In fact, he just bought us a brand-new huge truck for the Valley Campus so we can carry our stuff around. That's Chris Abrams getting baptized. Come on, he got saved, and then he got baptized. 60-something years old. Let me, let me show you another photo. This is my man right here. This is Darnay Holmes. I just seen him sneak in right here. Darnay, stand to your feet real fast. This is my good friend, Darnay Holmes right here. Darnay, I love him so much. Darnay came to us. He was at Calabasas High. And these two freshman twins, Jazzy and Mia, they, they, were, they were in the school and they invited this, this uh, football player to come to church. And, and, and Darnay would come. He was supposed to go to Ohio State to play football for Coach Urban Meyer. He was a five-star recruit. And, but he said no, and he rejected Ohio State to stay here at UCLA. I think it was because he wanted to come to Zoe, okay? Let me just say that. But, but he's at UCLA. And first five-star that UCLA has gotten in, in so many years, maybe 15, 20 years. And this is Darnay. He said yes to Jesus, and then he got baptized. Come on, make some noise for Darnay. I love, I love you so much. I don't root for your team at all, but I love you, brother. Okay, let's go to the next one. This is my friend Harry. I love Harry so much, and a lot of you know Harry's story of his dad. Harry had been coming to church, and he said yes to Jesus, and he, got, he said, will you get baptized? I said, shoot, I'll baptize you. Put my little short shorts on and hopped in the tub, okay? So, so I baptized Harry, but beautiful story. Harry's coming to church and really loves God, and his dad, many of you know his dad, just recently passed away away a few weeks ago, but had just come for three consecutive Sundays and given his life to Jesus. Come on, because when he came up, come on, there's, there's new purpose. There's new identity. Come on, I love that so much. Look, look at this next one. I love this guy right here. This is B. Wynn right here. And uh, B, B, I met B through a mutual friend, and I was at a restaurant. I was walking by, and I seen him and his wife, and I sat down and started to visit with them, and I just kind of sensed God wants to do something in this guy's life. And so I, I went, before he ever came to church, I went to Barnes & Noble. I bought him a Bible, and I took it to his house. I wrote a, a note in it. said, you know, there's a call of God in your life. There's something about you. And so I dropped it off. And, and this is about three weeks later after I gave him that Bible. We had baptized.
baptism Sunday. You can't see it. He's, he's wearing jeans. He's wearing, in fact, he wanted to be the, he had Balmain jeans on. He wanted to be the first guy ever in the history of the world to be baptized in Balmain, okay? So, that, but that makes some noise for B-Win right there. Come on, church. I don't know about you, but I, I, I want to see people say yes to Jesus. But I want to see people, come on, get baptized in the power and the name of God. Y'all help me preach today. And thank God, people in Los Angeles are not finding salvation. Come on, they're getting cleansed from their old life and getting set free into their new life. I just love that. In fact, write down the next one. Baptism means I can rise. Baptism means I don't have to stay defeated. I don't have to stay addicted. I don't have to stay in the rubble. I don't have to stay in the mess. It means by the power of God, I can rise. The Bible teaches us that the same spirit, come on church, the same spirit, not an alternative spirit, not a cheap spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. So when I come up out of the water, it's symbolic. I'm leaving that old life. I can rise in the name of Jesus. I cannot rise in my own strength. I cannot rise in my own power. I do not believe in the power of me. I believe in the power of God. And so I can rise in the regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit. Look at here in Titus chapter 3. Titus chapter 3, it says, But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which... We have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured on, out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. I just love everything about God in your life is re. God wants to reprogram. He wants to revive. He wants to restore. He wants to renew. He wants to redeem. He wants to regenerate. Regeneration, it literally means I used to have a disposition towards sin and evil. But when I experienced regeneration, I got new cravings in my life. I got a renewal. Why? Because I was so broken and I had so many issues and I felt so dead inside. But something renewed me and it was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm thankful today God does not leave me as I am. God loves you just the way you are today. Hear me loud and clear. God loves you just the way you are. It's just that he loves you way too much to leave you that way. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. He's got a calling. He's got a future. He's got a hope. He's got a destiny. Come on, somebody thank him today. God's got a plan. So God rewires and renews and revives to get you into your God-given potential. That's what he does who he is. I don't just want like, I'm saved. Are you, are you a Christian? Yep, saved. That's just the, it's the starter. I don't want just part of what God has. I want all that God has. I want salvation, water baptism, public declaration. I'm, I'm a believer in Jesus. I want everybody to know it. Not ashamed of the gospel. Of course, the power of God unto salvation. In fact, write down last thing, number five, that we are not just here for one thing. We are here for the whole package. Get the whole package, salvation, water baptism, and baptism in the Holy Spirit. Then Peter said to him, Acts 2.38, this is the third time we're reading this verse. This is how powerful this scripture is. Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gift in your life. A way that you can look at the Holy Spirit is 
The Holy Spirit is in you for you, but it's on you for others. So we receive not just salvation, not just water baptism, but in the Bible in Acts 1.5 and Acts 1.8 talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist is walking around. He's baptizing people in the ocean, in the water. He's out there. He's baptizing. He's baptizing. He's like, hey, just a heads up. I'm going to baptize you all in water, but there's a guy that's coming. He's going to baptize you in fire. Not literally, but figuratively, the fire of the Holy Spirit. That when the Holy Spirit gets inside of you, it gives you faith. It gives you wisdom. It gives you knowledge. It gives you miracles. It, come on, anybody thankful today? We got the baptism not just in water. We get the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit in my life. Anybody else? I need the Spirit of the living God to wake me up. I need the Spirit of the living God to search me on the inside. I need the Spirit of the living God to show me what not to do and what to do. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I felt like telling somebody, stop getting the basic deal. Stop getting the ordinary deal. Come on, get the whole thing that God has for you. Come on, somebody clap your hands and thank our God. God is good. Come on, let's stand to our feet today. Jesus, we love you.